Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Jeff Melnick, the president of Boston's Pizza Restaurant and Sports Bar. And Boston's is both a family-friendly casual dining restaurant and an energetic sports bar, all under one roof. For over 50 years, Boston's has specialized in providing a relaxing atmosphere and food from scratch to parties of all sizes. And we're going to talk to Jeff about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all more. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. 
We're meeting with Jeff Melnick, the president of Boston's Pizza, Restaurant, and Sports Bar. And Boston's is both a family-friendly casual dining restaurant and an energetic sports bar all under one roof. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty. Uh, thanks. Uh, this is my pleasure, Jeff. You know, it was uh, I just realized, I checked before the show, you know, last time we had Boston's on the show was almost almost seven years ago. So it's it's been a while. So I know you've had a lot of, you know, great changes and a lot of growth to your business. So I was really excited to speak with you today. Maybe, maybe you could uh, tell our listeners where you're calling from today, Jeff. Um, I'm calling from Dallas, Texas, where our U.S. headquarters is. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, that 50 numbers, that's 50 years, that's quite an impressive number, isn't it, Jeff? You know, we've been doing the show now 12 years, and I can't say we've had a lot of franchise organizations that have been in business 50 years, so that's quite a milestone, isn't it? It really is. It's it's an incredible story behind the uh, the business and what Jim has been able to do with, with mm-hmm. this brand and and how we've been able to grow it for for the consumer, the guest, as well as our franchise partners. That's great. Maybe you could talk a little bit. Again, it's a long history, Jeff. So you know, going back 50 years is quite a long time. But you know, maybe you know some of the milestones. You know, how the Boston's. You know, because we have a lot of new listeners since we've last had you on the show. Uh, you know, talk about some of those milestones over the last 50 years. I know that the organization actually started in Canada, if I remember correctly. It did. Well, you know, it did. It it, it started in Canada, and and it's. Uh, but it was really more of an, the American dream. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you had Gus uh, Agordis, who uh, was immigrating from Greece uh, to Canada, and um, uh, stopped in Boston on his way. Um, when he landed in Edmonton, Alberta, decided to open Boston's Pizza and Spaghetti Warehouse, and um, found wow. some success and. In the beginning, in 1964, and then lo and behold, uh, Jim Treliving, who was a Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer, came in and had his first pizza experience. If you can believe that, um, wow. had never had the product before, um, and fell in love with it. And uh, while well, was successful in being a, a, a Mountie, is a huge honor. Um, really had a calling for an, an entrepreneurial spirit, so he bought the first franchise. Uh, four years later, and um, then fast forward, he brought down a partner, um, uh, George Melville. Uh, they opened 16 restaurants together and turned around and actually bought the brand from Gus and his family. Um, right. And then after that, they had 44 locations, and now we have over 400 locations in Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. So it's uh, we do That's over a billion dollars in sales, almost 1.2 billion dollars in sales. All franchise-driven. Um, it's just a, an incredible story for um, our industry, quite frankly. That's fantastic. How do you typically describe Boston's Pizza um, when you're meeting with uh, a prospective franchisee, whether you're at like a franchise trade show, Jeff, or just you know meeting someone in general? How do you typically describe the concept? Well, you know, um, we live off our legacy of pizza, and mm-hmm. uh, but we are so much more than that. Um, right. We really have developed into a very family-friendly um, uh, brand, but also we kind of use the, the vernacular of two experiences under one roof, but it's even more than that. So we have a, a right. family-friendly side that's uh, dining on that side, and then you have the sports bar that's lively, it's it's fun, it's energetic, and um, on top of that, now we're offering you know, delivery, we have catering, um, we're working into different uh, venues. Um, but it's a scratch kitchen. It's the same recipes they were using 50 years ago wow, with a lot, lot more variations. Yeah, we have 80 menu items now uh, and continue to work to innovate. 
That's incredible. What do you typically, you know, you get to visit many Boston's Pizza Chats. What do you, what do you typically like when you go in, into a Boston's? I know you have a lot of choices. Well, I do. You know, I, I try to, to, to try our, our newest innovations. You know, we have a buffalo yeah. cauliflower that's just amazing. Oh, wow. um, but then you have to go back to some of the, the traditional pizzas. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, we have a pierogi. Um, we bring some of our, our long-lasting favorites down from Canada, our cactus cuts. And then, as I said, we have new innovation coming on all the time. We have a Korean sausage barbecue pizza that's just stellar. Oh, wow. Um, so my waistband certainly shows it. I try to work really hard, <laughs> but um, it's hard not to just keep eating when you're in the restaurant. Of course. <laughs> Terrific. One of the biggest changes I know is, Jeff, you know, in studying from the last time I had Boston's on the show, you know, seven years ago to today, is it seems like, I mean, technology has really played a significant role in the organization. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. It has, you know, um, I've been doing this for a long, long time and mm-hmm. we used to just, uh, take orders on a, on a notepad and, and hang it in the, right. in the kitchen. And now we have, uh, computer systems that allow us to, um, customize, uh, anybody's order. It goes, it talks into the kitchen, it allows us to keep track of ticket times. It helps us with food right. costs. We have a tremendous technology platform and, in addition, what's really exciting is is we have uh, online ordering that's developed and, and launching now. We have uh, a new website that is um, customizable for all of our franchise owners so they can really talk to their community. And I have a, a new product in test where we have handheld uh, ordering and payment, which helps with the guest experience and um, to increase the uh, or improve the timing of the experience as well as decrease labor. So we're working on both sides of the technology platform to take care of the guest as well as our franchise partners and, and help them uh, continue to be profitable. What is really impressive about your Boston's, Jeff, is, I mean, you're really part of, I guess it's safe to say you're part of several industries, aren't you? I mean, it's not just, as you say, it's pizza, you know? I mean, you're part of multiple industries. So I guess it's pretty safe to say, I mean, you're you're part of a big industry, aren't you? Or industries. We really are. You know, um, uh, we started as, a, as solely pizza and yeah. uh, have evolved into purely casual dining. Uh, you know, we are, are not some of the, the other casual dining sports bars out there that's restaurant. We keep a right. family-friendly focus. Uh, but in addition to that, you know, our, our business, um, the restaurant industry, is over a $500 billion a year yeah. uh, uh, brand or, or industry. Right. That is the second largest employer next to the government. So it's massive. It's and the consumer is changing. We have to change with them. So as I said, we have um, uh, catering. We have delivery through third-party aggregators as well as our own. We're looking at a, uh, uh, airport locations, lots of different venues. Oh, wow. That's terrific. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, uh, you know, since joining um, Boston's Pizza, Jeff? I mean, you, you probably have like 100, 200 different stories you, you, you can tell me, but does anything stand out since you've been with the organization? Well, I guess personally, uh, my very first day uh, with the organization um, was at the Franchise Leadership Conference. And oh, wow. so unbeknownst to me, I walked in, I, I met um, Jim, our owner, for the second time, and he said, hey, just so you know, we're going to bring you up on stage and ask you to have uh, some comments for the audience. And the audience was 2,500 people, and oh, um, uh, I didn't know any of them. Um, so uh, that was probably the, the the craziest personal experience I've had. And then I, wow. I guess I do deflect back to I've spent 40 years in the industry, 30 years of it growing up in the on the corporate side. 
Right. And our ownership structure, so I've worked for public, I've worked for private equity, and now I uh, work for uh, individual ownership. And it is amazing what that allows me to do. I can have a long-term strategy and work towards attaining it and not have to worry about constant profits and or what we're going to do this quarter and reporting to Wall Street. So that empowers my team to be able to, to really deliver for the franchise partner. When, what does Boston's? Um, what do you look for in your franchisees today, Jeff? I'm sure it's changed over you know 50 years. You know, but I mean, when you or you know your your franchise development team is meeting with a prospective franchisee, I mean, what types of characteristics or traits do you look for in in your prospective franchisees? Well, hopefully um, they have some experience in the industry, uh, but mm-hmm. that's not a prerequisite. Right. Um, okay. What the prerequisite is is they have a passion for. Uh, the industry and learning right. about it if they don't already know it. Um, and they have to be an owner-operator. Now, that may not be a long-term vision mm-hmm. for them. It may be an investment where they're going to have other day-to-day oper- operators. But they right. have to want to get in and, and learn the business and all the, the nuances and facets of it because it's a hard business. And we've we've um, talked some people out of uh, franchising after explaining to them how difficult it is to be truly successful. Um, so, right. but having that emotional connection and and wanting to understand how to be successful and follow our our practices and procedures really helps them um, find the success we're looking for. That's great. What is the training like, Jeff? Um, do your new franchisees do they they still come down to corporate headquarters? They do. Um, so they uh, it's a six week program that we mm-hmm. manipulate to break up to the franchise partners schedule um but that includes training here in our in our headquarters with the technology understanding the training platforms as well as in the restaurant um making pizzas and and uh wings and six or six weeks in the restaurant uh learning management skills so they're front of the house for half of that back of the house for half of that um and when they come out they really have an understanding of not only the technology and the systems that are imperative to success but also really how to make sure that we have the highest quality product because our kitchen right. is scratch. You know, we don't bring in in anything pre-made or pre-done. Um, we import our flour from Canada, uh, and after that, it's all following the recipe. Wow. And I guess that's probably attributed to all the accolades. You know, I mean, since, again, seven years ago, I mean, there's been a number of accolades that Boston's has had, and I didn't even mention them in the introduction, um, I, I see the company was, let's see, ranked 464 in Entrepreneur Magazine's 2018 Franchise 500 list. Um, let's see, what you were the brand ranked number 89 in Franchise Times, uh, top 200. I mean, there was a number of different accolades that I didn't even mention. I, I imagine that, you know, all of these things that you're mentioning are is probably attributed to these accolades, aren't they? They really are. You know, uh, one begets the other. So hard work and yeah. focus and working on consistency for the guest and that a guest experience. And, and our food is, is stellar. Um, again, having worked in, with a lot of big brands, um, mm-hmm. I couldn't be more proud of the food that we produce on a daily basis. And, and in a franchise world, you know, you, you, you have to work even harder to make sure people stay on right. program. And um, we have committed franchise partners that, that love the brand even after years and years of being with it. 
That's terrific. Because you've been doing this such a long time now, Jeff, uh, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them have it in their mind that they would like to get into franchising. But as you know, I mean, there's just there's so much out there to choose from. So many of our listeners are usually overwhelmed in the in the beginning stages. Um, from everything you've learned up to this point, what, what would you say to our listeners? Well, I think the first is that you have to do your homework. Um, you have yeah. to really understand the ins and outs. You know, the, I can't tell you how often I've seen people get close to maybe making a mistake or heard stories where they have made a mistake, not necessarily with our brand, but in, with others where a right. lease was uh, got away from them or uh, where they weren't didn't have that, as I mentioned earlier, that emotional connection to really being in this and knowing that it's a long-term commitment. Um, that you only are as good as the last meal you serve that guest and and understanding that commitment. So I think those are two things. One of the other things that I think is really important is to work with the franchisor. Sometimes the numbers can get a little daunting. Um, you know, mm-hmm. We build full-size restaurants, and, and so the capital required can be scary. Um, but right. we have right. a lot of partners that help with not only funding, we constantly work to um, minimize the, the cost of entry, um, and to ensure that there's a great return. But but doing that homework and having an emotional connection and that hospitality gene that you really want to be in the in the business to take care of other people um, is critical for, for the franchise partners that we talk to. Right. So as the president, Jeff, I mean, I could ask you, you know, I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, you know, three to five years down the road, you know, and, and, and when I interview again in another five years, I mean, where do you, where do you see – Boston's, you know, three to five years down the road? Um, yeah, well, I, I'm working through that process on a, on a daily basis, but we have so much opportunity here. If you think about it, in Canada, we have 400 restaurants, and they only have 32 million people in that huge country of the world. Wow. It's close to the population of California. Uh, right. And so if you think of the open white space that we have, the opportunities for us is tremendous. Saying that, though, um, it's tremendously more competitive here. So we are working on a smaller prototype, which will allow us a lot more flexibility. As I said, we have a um, uh, we're working on airports and some some um, non-traditional spaces that we're looking at. So three to five years from now, we're going to have a smaller prototype that's much more efficient, and we'll have Mm. probably have some sort of express model that's going to help us in that non-traditional space in that urban space where we can fit into and, and satisfy that guest craving but not need 6,500 square feet. Um, and we'll be at 100 restaurants uh, and growing. So um, it's an exciting time to be part of the, the organization and, and have a great team working to, to bring all that to life. That's terrific. How can our listeners, Jeff, get more information on Boston's Pizza? As, of course, the franchise opportunity and, and even you know the product itself. Any websites that you like to direct them to? Yeah, well, I'd love to, to start with bostons.com. Um, okay. uh, there you can, you can not only find out more about our restaurants and where they're located if you want to go explore, but also where to get information more about franchising. It's impressive. You've been you were able to get Boston's.com. That's a pretty strong domain name, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, it really is. We got lucky with that's, that one. That's fantastic. Well, it was great to have you on the show, Jeff. And, and uh, you know, I'd already like to invite you back. You know, uh, over the next year or so, as, as you continue to grow, because I'm a big fan of Boston's, and uh, I'd love to speak with you again. 
Hey, Marty, I really appreciate it. Franchise Interviews is a great platform, and, and I've enjoyed Thank it. Please uh, reach out anytime. This has been my pleasure, Jeff. And we'll be right back with more Franchise Interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us 
at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Nick Friedman, who is the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk and Moving Franchise Opportunity. And Nick said something really quite brilliant on our show that we haven't heard in over a decade of doing franchise interviews. We started speaking about the four F's of franchising, and interesting enough, we ended up with five F's of franchising as we were doing the interview with Nick. And, um, you know, in marketing, we talk about the four P's of marketing, which is product, price, promotion, and place. So I thought this was really brilliant what Nick said. So here we go with Nick Friedman, the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity. What, um, you know, the majority of our listeners, we call them Nick, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. What types of characteristics do you look for in your franchisees? You know, uh, what I like to say is there's four F's when considering mm-hmm. a, a franchise, which is also, I guess, starts with a letter F. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. four F's that come out of a franchise. And I think this is what a prospective franchise should think of when they're considering what franchise they want to pursue. And this is, quite frankly, I think what franchisors should consider when they're evaluating a prospective franchisee. Uh, so right. the first F is fit, is fit. You know, do they mm-hmm. fit? In, in other words, do they have transferable skills that can make them effective at this business? Have they done anything in their prior professional uh, or personal lives uh, that would make them uh, be successful in this type of business. Uh, the second piece is the family side. In other words, does their family uh, support them in them pursuing this right. endeavor, whether it's their husband or wife or uh, uh, kids or, or parents? You know, Do they believe in them? Because you don't want things to get tough in their inner circle to say, I told you so. You want them to you know, right. kind of cheer them on to get through it. Uh, the financial piece is important. In other words, are they capitalized yeah. to be able to invest in the opportunity, and do they have realistic uh, financial expectations? And then the last F is the fun factor. You know, can we have fun working with this individual? You know, franchises yeah. very much like a partnership, even though that's not typically called that. Uh, so it, you got to have you know uh, an alignment of vision and values to be able to enjoy working together. So that's really what we look for. You know, we, we want people that believe in the secret sauce that we've already developed. Mm-hmm. We don't want somebody to come tell us that they think it should be done differently. Uh, we want them to tell us that they believe in, 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 in what we've created. And, and sure, we would, you know, want to continuously improve and encourage ideas, but uh, not, you know, we want folks that believe in the system and are going to execute the system rather than trying to shortcut success by doing it, uh, you know, doing it their own way. And I think that's, you know, really no different in our system than any other franchise uh, uh, model that, that is uh, is going to be successful long term. They need to really take into account those factors. That's yeah, no, that's great, Nick. We have this uh, great quotes in franchising podcast. Anytime we hear, you know, Michael Gerber's been in there a couple times, but we're gonna put that one in there because I haven't heard that in in, in over a decade, and I, I think that's great advice to our listeners. It's really fantastic because it's true. I mean, you could really your business you could teach to anybody, couldn't you? I mean, pretty much, you know. It, but you know, it's interesting in putting those factors in there. You know, like family support. You know, and even at fun. I haven't heard that. You know, but it should be an enjoyable business, and you know, because it is a stressful situation for the customers. I guess you got to be able to put a smile on your customer's face, don't you? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, as you know, there's over 3,000 franchise opportunities out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to separate one from the other? It's, it's got to be something that you can enjoy. And I guess I'll grab another F out of there. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Fulfillment. You know, is, is it something that, yes. uh, you know, we're going to be fulfilled doing day in and day out? Because I think franchising is a lot, a lot like a gym membership. You know, if you join a gym and you've got fitness yeah. goals, you're getting access to all types right. of equipment, personal trainers, coaches, workout groups, but you still got to go and show up and do the work. So if you buy a franchise, you're getting access to the business model in a box. You're getting access to trainers, coaches, you know, fellow franchisees that you can, you know, hold each other accountable with, but you still got to show up and put in the effort to, uh, to execute that business model. So uh, that's where I think those, those factors come into play. Once you decide that, you know, you do like them, you know, and they like you, Nick, you know, and, and there is a fit, you know, what is the training like? I mean, do they typically come to Florida for training? How does that work? If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Nick Freeman of the College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and then go to our Home Repair and Improvements page, and you'll be able to listen to that whole show with Nick Freeman. It was really a fantastic interview. It was great to finally have Nick on the show. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a big hit. It's hard to imagine we've been doing it now over 10 years and uh, it's just amazing to see where the podcast has gone. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes and Franchising, sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.